I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? (laughs) Of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. We got Stan, Stan is on the show. Stan doesn't know the wind that falls. But then he picks his nose down, stands on the show. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. We're live from C2CRadioShow.com, Spreaker.com, Amazon, iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, your cousin's basement, whatever the case may be, <laughs> we're live. That's where you are. However, we are not live on only OnlyFans. No, no, we, we do yeah. not have a, an account for fans. Yeah. Wait, that what? is Stan's private page. Hey, Listen, what if Tony Storm with, can with break fans, the internet, so can ten, I. 10,000. 10,000 subscribers in one day. Yeah. Or $10,000 in one day. I don't I don't remember what the stat was, but it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, if she can do it, I can do it. Well, I mean, people will pay for a possibility of seeing... <clears throat> A little bit of skin, I guess. And for the right price, I can make you some drawers. Ew. Yeah. It's gonna cost Ew. you though. That's that's nasty. Don't act like you wouldn't be first. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we 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 don't nope. Nope. No, sir. I'll pass. I that's smell nice. something. No. <laughs> That idea stinks, Brian. Just so I put that out there. <laughs> Just like that's, the girls. That's the point. 
Somebody out there's gonna buy them. Everybody's got a price. Y'all, y'all are nasty. There's, uh, but here's the thing. Because here's the question. See, I'm, I'm gonna put it out there. I've never been on that. So, like, is it all just porn, or is it like pick? Like, what is it? It it's it's not regulated, so you can have porn. But it's realistically speaking, it's just an uncensored version of uh, Patreon. Um, for example, uh, Reach Jordan, on Grace, your dirty purse. Jordan Grace has an OnlyFans account, but she's not naked on her OnlyFans account. And she says this on Twitter. But she consistently gets DMs from fans, quote-unquote fans, asking for nudes. So, it exists. You gotta just it's think there. about people's gumption, you know what I mean? Right. To, like, think you're the only person in the world, so you're just gonna, like, hey, I'm gonna e- DM you, and you need to send me nudes. <sighs> like, I don't, like, I don't know you. <laughs> you know, like, Grace, like what? Oh, okay. Bill from Toledo. Let me do that. <laughs> well, and that's just it. Like she's very happily married, and you know, just just having a stellar career right now. And yeah, I mean, she's sent out some uh, some risque photos, but you know, that's her business. That's what she does, and that's how she makes money. But for people to to DM and start asking for like. Hey, send me pictures of your feet and all this weird shit. Oh, I could weird. do that. I could do that, no problem. Ugh. You want feet, pal? I'll send you <laughs> pics. You know what she should do is when they're like, ooh, send me nudes, then her husband sends them nudes. Oh, oh well, that'll just... Now it's gone left. It's gone left. <laughs> You're like, you want to see it? Here it is. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I need OnlyFans where I can just show speed pics. <laughs> you you could probably make some money. <laughs> oh, probably could. Some, hey, could you dip them in Jello first? Here's a picture of my, my in toes in Jello. <laughs> Tomorrow it's pudding. It's pudding. You gotta space it, man. You can't do all that one time. You got ten <laughs> toes, man. Listen, my feet will go to the highest bidder. That's disgusting. Man's hey. gonna pay me for pudding. He's getting pudding. <laughs> hey, if he pays me enough, I might just go ankle deep. You know what I'm saying? We'll really Spice it up a little. Mm-mm. No bueno. I am uncomfortable with the vibe we have in the studio today. <laughs> this is it's not just okay. Feet. It's just feet. Yeah. A little perv. I don't like feet. I'm not a feet <laughs> guy. But you'll like those feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, Stan will probably be first. <laughs> Brian's going to post a picture of his feet on Facebook. Everybody's going to be like, oh, oh, my God. It's feet. Who is Tan Slub? Why does that name sound familiar? <laughs> I know nothing of what you speak. 
and his Facebook as his profile is himself with like one of those glasses with the mustache. <laughs> that, that guy, you know, oddly enough, he's kind of a handsome man, but I don't know who he is. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, the Miz is walking around with uh, Rey Mysterio's mask after unmasking him uh, at during the ending segment of the tag match tonight. Did they show him? Wait, what? I'm confused now. <laughs> so Miz was Miz was ringside doing uh, guest commentary, and the Dirty yeah, Dogs hold on, hold on. and the Mysterios having a tag. Well, yes, but just based on what you what you told me. The uh-huh. Mysterios versus the Dirty Dogs. That's right. right. So you have the NXT champion in a tag team match on Raw. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but then they get interrupted by Seth Rollins. Right. Who says, nothing's who, happening until I get a WrestleMania moment. Right. And they keep cutting his mic in and out because Lord knows the WWE right. isn't able to switch a mic off completely when they want to. Right. So Only it's a to have the, It's a mystery. Yeah, only to have the Miz take Rey Mysterio's mask. Yes. So all of that. You thought Impact was overbooked. <laughs> yeah, that, this had got to be the lot. most rootin' tootin'est Raw of the year. Jesus. All right, we got twelve people. You're in the first minute. You're in the second. You're in the fourth. <laughs> you stay back until the tenth. We're going to treat this like a pay-per-view, and everybody gets a match. You Holy get a match. Shit. You get a match. You've been here but 10 minutes. But I want minutes, you to sit at the curtain match. and look out and wait for your turn. <laughs> and then you sit down the aisle and wait for your turn. So when the guy from the curtain comes, then you go to the ring. <laughs> and the ones in the ring, when he comes in, you go out. You get mm-hmm. straight this. Oh wow, Taz going back and forth here with uh, some of his some of his fans on Twitter. <clears throat> and uh, let me read this off. Rent free, Taz. Vince and company live in your head, rent free, sir. And then, of course, at the end, it says, "With all due respect, of course." <laughs> so Taz, in true Taz fashion, oh please get the f out of here, dude. I'm just trying to have some fun with the fans on here. Here's a history lesson. I quit their company. My choice. Do the math. Very ridiculous statement by you. And I don't need your disingenuous bullshit. I'll do respect. Have a nice day. So what started it? I have no idea. It just popped Uh, up on my timeline. Social media is a mad scientist that way. Um, I guess he... Oh, okay. So he posted posted footage of uh, Don Callis coming out at Revolution. And I mean, I haven't clicked the link, so I, I assume it's video of him saying, "Like, oh God, we don't need to see this guy or whatever." Nobody cares about Don Callis because he is a callus. But but how do the bobbleheads make the connection, dude? I have no idea. I don't know. People have been giving him a hard time ever since he went to Impact because you know, apparently that's a mistake too. I thought his run in Impact was really good. What, as and, an announcer? Yeah, I thought he did well yeah. in Impact. I think Taz does good on the mic. I just didn't like the fact that they had him recording from, like, look like a hotel room. 
We're sitting here in the Hyatt on the seventh floor, and look at the rain. The, the arena sure looks full from my hotel room tonight. <laughs> looks good. I'm going to call room service in a moment, and when I uh, when we go to commercial, I'll be eating my hamburger. <laughs> Wait, we got commercials? I was making fun of Taz. Figured oh, I'd get did, in on did the I cool score kids. Us, uh, did I score us a, uh, you know, uh, sponsor with my foot talk? Um... Yes, you too can have feet. <laughs> Feet.com. Talcum powder. <laughs> this segment was brought to you by Funginale. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I couldn't think of any foot product. Dr. Scholl's. Yeah, yeah. that's one. But eight out of ten podiatrists recommend corner to corner. The other two, well, we we locked them out. They're not allowed here. Who's not allowed here? The other two podiatrists. The ones that don't recommend oh. us. Wait, you didn't you didn't say that that Kevin Austin or Steve Owens. Uh, Owens. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching this in like super fast mode. <laughs> yeah, so they're um of course they're they're promoting the hell out of Steve Austin showing up on the the Kevin Owens show at WrestleMania. We don't get a match, which is probably for the best, you know, just to avoid any potential risk or problem. I thought he just, was in good shape in making a comeback. He is in good shape. He is in good shape, and, and he tells everybody that he's in the best shape of his life, but somehow his return got changed from a match to a guest spot on the Kevin Owens show. Probably because oh, he called him. Sting, and Sting said, "Don't do it, dude." They will. That would be funny. <laughs> they fuck you in the drive-through. <laughs> yeah, Sting's like, if you're gonna do it, come to AEW, man. Right, right. They'll let you do cinematic matches. They'll treat you right, <laughs> man. Yeah, they'll bring in body doubles. <laughs> we almost the- got some like Lucha Underground shit going on. <laughs> You can just come out there and kick somebody, and then somebody else will do the stunner for you. It'll be great. (sighs) Well, guys, wrestling news continues to move forward. And uh, this past week is no no exception. We had the report that, yet again, we've got the report that uh, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Mm -mm. I don't think, I I don't know if he could use that. The American Nightmare or Cody Rhodes? Either. He owns the trademark for both. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, he had. That w- would be w- funny if, if. Unless they licensed it to him. Can you license someone's <laughs> name to someone? <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, we'll let yeah. you use your name for the next four years. <laughs> uh, Mr. Rhodes. No, no, no. Nope, nope. Well, I'm just saying that would <laughs> that be was so last funny. Month. Yeah, that would be so funny that he, like, you know, went through all that to get it in the first place. And then Tony, like, (laughs) snuck it in there. That's cold. Yeah, yeah. it's okay, Cody. You can use it. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think paid for it, bud? (laughs) Oh, you ain't got those TK dollars anymore, sir. You didn't read the fine print. (laughs) 
You've been using brand X. <laughs> that was bought by Rhodes, but not you. It was bought by somebody in AEW. Just happened not to be you. <clears throat> so let me give you the background. Last week, Monday Night Raw, Kevin Please. Owens and Seth Rollins. <laughs> I know, Rob. You've been waiting all day for this. I've Last been sitting week, here on bated breath. <laughs> KO and Seth Rollins had a tag team match against. Um, damn it! Damn it! Who? Who? The Usos. The Busos. They had a singles match. Excuse me. They had a singles match between the two to decide who would, who would have the opportunity at WrestleMania for the the show or Seth Rollins show or Kevin Owens show with Steve Austin. Kevin Owens wins, retaining his Kevin Owens show with Steve Austin, and Seth Rollins, looking dejected, walks down, walks down the ramp, head held low, in defeat. Now he has no possible opponent. For WrestleMania. Oddly well, enough, I mean, this weekend, the 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 news comes out that apparently Cody has truly signed. I will go on the record here, and it's fine because I have said the wrong thing before and been wrong. Because you can't look like me and go through life always being right. Um, it's all bullshit. In my opinion, Cody Rhodes is not going to WWE. As much as he fought to get away from him and to prove himself, why would he then, in turn, at the height of his, at the, almost the height of his popularity in AEW, go back to the thing that he will get up, he will get absorbed in, and he'll be sitting at home, or we'll have the road show. What's the road show? Well, KO has a show and Seth Rollins has a show, so then he'd have the road show. Ah, so everybody gets talk shows now. That's how you. Yeah. Do things. That's how you know you've made it in WWE. You get a talk show. Yeah, I mean, gone are the days of the flower shop, the barber shop, and the funeral parlor. Snake Pit, the Heartbreak Hotel. We're gonna have the KO show, the Seth Rollins show, and you know, I should have stayed in AEW show. I don't know. I know you all have different opinions. I just think it's all a work, and we're all going to be sitting there going, son of a... I, I mean, I tend to agree. It, it feels like a work to me, but you know, every time, every time something comes close, whether last time it was Revolution, when the buzz kept going, and suddenly it was, Cody is signed, Cody could show up, Cody could be here, you should pay attention, you know, all these different uh, news outlets... <clears throat> And now this weekend started Saturday, really got got a lot of conversation going on Sunday. Coming into tonight as we go into Monday Night Raw, two weeks from WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes apparently is back on the docket. What, what was uh, Rob? You mentioned it. It was uh, apparently they're going to fly him in private for uh, because they don't want him seen sure. in the hotel. They don't, they don't want him seen at the airport. It's cold. You know, well, it's one, two, one, he wants privacy, and two, the WWE does, you know, AEW and those people don't want to be held reliable for all its fans to get caught in TSA. 
can't come in here. But I got to shit Cody. <laughs> but you know what I would do if I was Cody? I would fly through the airport just, I mean, because he could fly to Texas all he wants. You know what I mean? I'd fly to Dallas and then just get another flight right back out of Dallas. Man, I, I mean, hey, we live in a world where, where kayfabe is only held on to by but so many people. Um, and it wouldn't be the first time they've tried to keep somebody under lock and key. Imagine with the, the Hardys when they came back at WrestleMania 33, they tried to shuttle them in and keep them undercover so that nobody knew they were coming back. Although, you know, we all we all joked about it last week, I think, where it was really the worst kept secret in wrestling, kind of like CM Punk's return. Uh, well, I mean, not really, because they did a good job until that one picture surfaced. And that wasn't until that day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we you kind of knew, but you didn't really know, and, and you know, and then you have the picture. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you get guess who's backstage, and then uh, sometimes you don't. Sometimes they happen to. Surprises. So, I figure the lead the lead of tonight's show, as we've talked kind of about the the tease up to it, the lead of tonight's show. Brian actually brought this up, and I felt like it was a really good question. There are a lot of people talking on uh, Twitter right now about is Cody Rhodes going to WWE from AEW as big as when Hulk Hogan left WWF, WWE now, and went to WCW in 1994. Oh, my, you got to put shoulders down. Ref, you're not in position. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. So let's back up. Let's give credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. I want to thank the bobblehead who made this statement. And it's not like how you just said it. The statement was Cody Rhodes going to the WWE is as big as Hogan going to WCW. Mm-hmm. All right. It wasn't a question. It was a straight out and out statement by a bobblehead. Mm-hmm. And this is pure. Like, I don't know anything beyond WWE bobblehead, right? This is one of these newfangled, like I don't know history type bobbleheads. What are those? Uh, you know, Bobby a lot of numbers at the end of their screen name Twitter handles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even with the peacock, I, I still do not know my history. Right. Yeah. And I hope you're listening because you're a true bobblehead, and you <laughs> should probably like go find something else to watch. They can't because they're nodding right now. (laughs) 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 So anyway, so even true or not true that he's going to WrestleMania, right? I thought it was valid enough to merit some discussion. That somebody would think that poor Cody has enough juice to be considered with Hulk Hogan. (laughs) 
Well, let's, I let's, think if it if it go ahead. I was just going to say let's kind of let's kind of break it down in pieces and we'll, we'll talk about it. Rob, you you obviously you got something top of mind, so let's go from there. Well, I mean, I was going to say like if it's legit, you know, let's say hypothetically the bobbleheads are right, mm-hmm. you know, so this is legit. Does it rate Hogan? No. Um, in my opinion, Cody, as popular as he is and has the following, does not have the. Well, I can't really say that. I mean, he does have the, you know, Ring of Honor Championship. You know, New Japan. Because was he New Japan World or just Intercontinental? New Japan. It uh, was. I want to say United States and Intercontinental. I don't think he ever held the heavyweight title. So, I mean, he's got some cred, but I just don't think he has the star power that Hogan did when Hogan jumped. And it wasn't that, like, I mean, because those are are people that grew up. Hogan bled red and yellow from WWE. You know, and... Also, it wasn't no, it wasn't a common thing back then for people to jump ship. You know, I mean, not the big guys anyway. You know, um, mm-hmm. the lo- the lower tier, the mid tier, those people would jump every now and then from time to time. You'd see, you know, you'd see your uh, Barry Dar Darso as somebody on one, and then he'd come back and be something on the other, and that kind of stuff. But Hogan jumping, that just opened the door that everybody thought was like, what? I don't think Cody opening that door. Now, it would be, okay, Cody came. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. That's somebody who's on the, the rung at AEW go the opposite direction. You know, he started, he kind of started this whole I don't need to be with the E to make myself famous. And then why would he go back to the E? It would kind of just defeat the whole purpose of why he left. Mm-hmm. Well, so let's not give him too much credit on that whole I don't need to be with the E thing. I mean, I'll give him a little bit of credit that he may have played a big part in the formation of AEW. But when you talk popularity, I don't think he's anywhere in the top 50 mm. of all time. Top 100 of all time. You know what I'm saying? Down, let me run down some stats here for you. <clears throat> Comparatively. Cody Rhodes, um, IWGP United States Champion, NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Global Force Next Gen Champion, whatever the fuck that was, AEW TNT Champion three times, Ohio Valley Champion, Television Southern Tag, and Triple Crown winner, Ring of Honor World Tag, World Six Man Tag, excuse me, and World Champion, and WWE Intercontinental two times, 
WWE tag title three times, W World Tag I'm sorry, WWE World Tag Title three times. And um of course his uh you know his his popularity as far as what he's done leading into AEW and, and where he is currently. Hulk Hogan, six time WCW champion, six time WWE champion, IWGP heavyweight champion in the Hall of Fame for the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame, Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum. Um, voted most popular wrestler in PWI, uh, 85, 89, 1990. Most hated in 96 and 98. Match of the year in 2002, 1990, 1998. 19, excuse me, not 98, 88 with uh, Andre at main event. Uh, and then 1985. Inspirational wrestler of the year, 83 and 99. Not to mention the most requested professional wrestler make a wish foundation before John Cena. Look, I am a huge Cody Rhodes fan. You hear me (laughs) tooting the the horn, banging the drum for the Cody verse and Cody Rhodes. And you'll probably hear that all, all for the rest of my fandom until he does something to not merit it, I guess. But to say that, (laughs) to say that, you know, Hey, I'm going from AEW backstabbing weasel turning his back on all elite wrestling and going to w well look i want to see it because it's it's curious but cody has 20 to 30 more years of work he's gonna have to do if he wants to get to hulk hogan levels of anything in my opinion i i there's no way he gets to hogan levels Right, so you know I'm not the biggest Hogan fan. Right, right. I I didn't even really get on board with Hogan until Hollywood. <laughs> okay, and even I mean, then, that lasted like, only a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once he went red and yellow, I was off. Boop, I'm hopping <laughs> chip again. <laughs> I love bad guy Hogan, good guy Hogan, taking somewhere else. Right, and you got no time However, for you, good guy. Yeah, <laughs> Hogan is responsible. For two, what you would consider golden ages of pro wrestling. Sure. Right? In 19, what is it, 82, 83, whatever it is, when he beats the Iron Sheik. Right? Mm -hmm. Wrestling becomes mainstream again, which it hadn't been since, like, the the invention of the TV. It was cool to be to to watch wrestling. It was cool to talk wrestling. It was all that stuff. That's because of Hogan, right? Flair will always, to me, be the greatest. Flair was a cog in that. Hogan spearheaded it, right? Flash forward to he goes to WCW. What's he do when he turns bad? We now have the golden era part deuce. With Hogan. Cody doesn't even get close. There is absolutely nothing Cody could do to spark that. I might absolutely do you one better nothing. and say that I'm not sure there's a performer today 
that could ever come close to eclipsing Hulk Hogan numbers? I don't think in this day and time there is. I think with social media and the way a lot of people, they all self-promote, you know? And back in the day, you know, Vince had the ear of everyone, Mm -hmm. you know? They controlled the media. They controlled all that, what was told. So, Oh, go ahead, bro. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you'll see it again. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Right? Because it's an ebb and flow. You will see it again because you saw it again with The Rock and Austin. Right? Which helped push, you know, he was involved with the Hogan, but it kind of kept it going for a little bit longer. Seen as another one. You'll see it again. You just have to have a pro- promoter that knows what he's doing with that talent. Because Vince has said it, we're never going to have that again. Because they're going to control it because they don't want it to get out of hand. Tony Khan has to be smart enough when one falls in his lap to be able to do it. AEW right now is literally a toddler, an infant almost, comparatively to hell, even to impact. That's not to say they're not doing well, but if we're talking longevity wise, (laughs) Cody Rhodes, for his move to be of anything close magnitude wise, would mean that Basically, AEW would have to be going head-to-head on Mondays and winning. And even that, that's not on Cody. That's just a big talent move. Cody is a big talent. Don't, don't, don't misunderstand this statement. He's a big talent, and he has a name, and he's very popular. He gets people talking. But I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so comparatively speaking, WWE has been in business since the 50s, late 50s, early 60s, WWF, then WWF, and then so on. AEW came to be not just because of, like, Cody, but Cody and the Bucks and Kenny Omega and Adam Page and Tony Khan, the perfect storm and meshing and melding of a brain trust. So... It's hard to see any talent as that big of a move. On the flip side of that, though, if if we were to see like we did with Mox and Jericho, if we saw like Seth Rollins, whatever reason his contract expires this year and he shows up on AEW, that is a needle mover. That Does that make sense what I'm saying to you guys? Well, so kind of, but the statement to me should be 
that if Cody doesn't move the needle, mm-hmm. then he's not that big of a deal in the in the the grand scheme of pro wrestling. You know, the face of yeah. wrestling today. No, I get what you mean because it's it's just the thing. Like, we would we have this conversation, for example, if if Darby Allen showed up on Raw tomorrow or tonight. No, no. I mean, we don't we like Darby? We're big Darby Allen fans. We he is a tremendous talent. But I mean, okay. So Hangman Page. Hangman Page is a big name right now. He is the world champion, and it would be talked no. about because it's the former world champion. But would he be the, a needle mover? The only one, in my opinion, from AEW that is not a retread from WWE. That would move the needle would be Kenny Omega. Jeez, poor Kenny, by the way, in a complete side note, still has hernia surgery to go and another back surgery. Man, how banged up was this guy before he finally lost the title? Gosh. A back surgery? Where'd that come from? I knew uh, the sports hernia. I read that on Fightful. Um, so I don't. I don't know. Apparently that's that's on the that's on the docket for Kenny Omega. Mm. Holy shit, man! Uh, hmm. Just imagine how much he was wrestling in pain if he's got all these surgeries. Yeah, and wrestling top tier like you can't touch this matches. It's all for you, fans. Hope you wanted it. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> like Don Callis said, you fans are vampires. You suck the energy out of Kenny Omega. So here's an interesting question, right? Right. So on the same topic of Cody, right? So you have Seth Rollins, who I'm assuming is a heel, right? Because this is what, like, the third time he's interrupted something tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's out there with AJ right now. Right. Well, let's say they cue Cody's music. And he just gets literally booed out the building, right? Because it's possible, right? It's possible that could happen. It's happened before. Mm-hmm. And they flip Rollins to be the face of this little feud going going into WrestleMania. What? How? How like crazy would that be? You're one of your biggest heels on Raw. You now flipped him to face because the guy you just brought in to be the face, nobody wants. It would, it, uh, the way I envision Cody coming out, and maybe this is why we don't see him until Mania if it's legit, but the way I envision it is Cody comes out, the crowd goes ballistic. And then the next night on Raw, the crowd boos the shit out of him. <laughs> we see, and we see the biggest heel in wrestling, Cody Rhodes, kind of thing. Like it, that's where that goes. I, I, I think you're absolutely right on that. I think All Rollins right. gets that face move. So I'm muted. What happened with Rollins? Oh, okay. So Rollins and AJ, AJ was just beating the crap out of Rollins. Apparently, AJ Styles and Seth Rollins have a match tonight, and if Seth wins, he gets the match against Edge at Mania. (laughs) The House of Blue. 
Uh, Edge is now the House of Blue. <laughs> so, so Edge. Uh, so my guess here, by the way, I do like Edge's bad guy persona. Although, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's like, it's like Alistair Black or Malachi Black, basically. Um, but you know, we're gonna see Seth lose tonight. Another, damn it, I lost. Head shake. You know, Ugh, they're really gonna stretch this for another two weeks. Mm. He is fast becoming a pariah, though. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I mean, it, I can't blame him for not saying anything, just letting people talk because it's smart. No, no, it's not about letting people talk. It's if he goes, then everything he's been touting for how many years? Uh, at least three. Five? Yeah. Or whatever has been a complete and utter lie. Yeah. You talk about a guy who's who's literally on the cusp of killing his own career. I don't think going to WWE would do anything but kill the following that has. Because the ones who follow him, the ones who root for him, are the ones who root against Vince. Yes. And then now they're going to be like, holy shit. You lion sack of turd, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and they're going to call him a sellout because they're going to be like, you sold out for the month. Exactly. Yep. Well, an and in six Cody, weeks, yeah, go ahead. his star will fall and he'll be right back in that mid-card scene and he's going to look so foolish. Well, apparently an interview he did some years, a couple years ago, talking about how he can't see himself ever going back to WWE and uh, how he he just wants wants to basically have his career end in AEW, and that's where he wants it all to be done. Yeah. Now, again, this is sheer speculation if he goes. If he stays, then he's going to be a genius. Because <laughs> then he just hopefully will embrace the, you know, the the – Heal Cody Rhodes and rock it out. I wonder, do we get a, if he comes back to AEW, is it you people are so stupid? Oh, I would love another you people are so stupid <laughs> moment. We haven't had a real yeah. good you people promo in a long time. There's a lot of people trying. Damian Priest tried it when he went heel on Finn a few weeks ago, but it just <laughs> fell flat. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. This whole, it robs right through this. It, it, it screams of, of work, mm-hmm. you know, so. But who quick, knows? Quick heads up. Um, it is the, the C1 vertebrae in Kenny's back. Hmm. That is from an interview he did in February with uh, The Observer. Because mm, I hadn't heard that one yet. I knew about his sports hernia being next. but well, He had his knees that he just got done pretty much as soon as his match with Adam Page was done. Like the next day he did his knees and his shoulder. Um, so he's got a sports hernia and his back. Mm. God. <laughs> I, I I like Kenny Omega. I'm I don't know that I'd say I'm a big Kenny fan, but I have so much respect for a guy that 
literally for over a year toughs out every single injury he has and provides just some of the badass matches we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one thing to carry out and to carry on with the injuries, but to continue to pull off the level matches he was pulling off, being injured is just unreal. Yeah. And apparently the uh, the the neck the C one is is basically that's why it may have been confusing Brian. It's basically his neck. C one is right up there towards the top of the spine, towards the base of the neck. Um, oh, it wasn't confusing. I had never heard it yet. Apparently, it stems from a drop kick that uh, Okada delivered to the back of his head. You know that drop kick he usually does when they got the back of their head to him. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, he hit it. He hit it a little too little too snug, and uh, it, it jarred him. And when he got up, he's like, oh, that that's different. And he just kept going. Hmm. Why do my fingers feel numb? Huh. <laughs> Why can't I hold this pencil? It's not right. But so, imagine, imagine what these guys go through. I mean, obviously, you don't want anybody to get hurt. Right. Imagine being the the wrestler that, you know, just like the Owen Hart thing or, you know, the draws thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, like the one who hurt him, you didn't mean to hurt him, right? But they're hurt, and now you know they're going to lose. They got to be on the shelf until God knows how long. Will they ever be the same? You know? Yeah. I just can't wait for the interview with Kenny. Where he says, and I wrestled with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> and I still got up. <laughs> I mean, it, it really does put My into perspective. Ah. It, it puts it into perspective, you know, what what happened with Big E, you know, and just seeing. he. By the way, last week, he released a video late last week where he's walking around his neighborhood in a neck brace. Um, So... So glad to see that he's up and about it. Maybe maybe he is going to be able to come back to the ring. Maybe this is something he rehabs and he's good to go. There's no surgery. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but maybe. Mm. I just, I don't know if I could do it, honestly. I mean, your, like, your, your arm, your shoulders, your legs... You recover, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you can get muscle. Yeah, my back and my neck, yeah. I just my back has been messed up for almost fifteen years and I couldn't imagine taking a body slam, much less repetitively doing like back bumps every single night or mm-hmm. every single week, you know. I just true that. Oof. Hell of a lot of so what is Sonya Deville doing on Raw? She's like on Raw now, or so the the going story with um, <clears throat> Adam Pierce and so I almost called him Adam Adam Cole, Adam Pierce and uh, Sonya Deville. They're both like the the authority figure for Raw and for SmackDown, but mm. the way it was laid out initially was they were both in charge of both. But for a while, it was like Pierce was on Raw and she was on SmackDown. But she's basically forced to follow Pierce now because of her uh, unfair treatment of Naomi. 
<laughs> so, hey, we're going to give you fans what you want, and uh, you don't have to worry about uh, authority figures, rematches, and <clears throat> Adam Pearce and Sonny Deville are going to be in charge of Raw SmackDown from now on. But that's official. We're going to give you what you want. How to, how to take a stupid storyline and make it even dumber. Well, Shayna Baszler and Natalia are up next on Raw, getting ready to take on Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, by the way, have been a very interesting pairing, very popular very quickly. Um, it's going to be a fatal four-way WrestleMania. <clears throat> Natalia and Shayna, Sasha and Naomi, Rhea and Liv against the uh, WWE Women's Tag Champs, Carmella and uh, Queen Zelina. Who, by the way, not not but ten minutes ago, just got into a brawl backstage. Yeah, with each other. That's great storytelling. Oh yeah, yeah. This past week on St. Patrick's Day Slam, we got introduced to another level of women's wrestling with um, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. So we respond <laughs> with. We're going to break up the women's tag champs. We're going to have uh, a fatal four-way and but tag teams that make forget, no sense. But you can't forget the also amazing overacting studio that was done with the ref. What's her name? Oh, Aubrey Edwards, where she's uh, yeah. doing the... Th- yeah, that was... <laughs> she comes in and she's got the whole... You know, she's standing there with her legs, and she's all like, oh, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then she just had to throw the the, the three count in the tax. Yeah, she posted on Twitter that that probably wasn't her best decision. <laughs> you could see all the little, little pinholes from her forearm all the way up her hand. <laughs> well, I, yeah, but, I mean... Ref? Yeah, she she kind of got to be in the right spot too, which is they probably should have thought that one out better. Oh Lord, have mercy! Basler just knocked uh, Liv right right on the chin with that knee. That's nice. They're giving Basler a job. Well, she just resigned. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, when her yeah. contract up. There was a huge uh, conversation as to. Whether or not she got fired, Brian, you you sent up the uh, the image that you had got. You got that from Twitter, didn't you? I have no no clue what you. I mean, that would have been weeks ago. <clears throat> but there was a report supposedly that she had been fired along with Elias and a few other people. Obviously, it was bullshit. But <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I know, know what th- you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Oh Corey, oh Corey, yeah, that's dumb. Why is Carmella? Anyway. Oh, you must be ahead of me. Okay, so Carmella's coming out now, complaining. Yeah. Oh, Corey, he hit, she hit me in the face. I got it now. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. God, so anyway, God let's talk you. some uh, quality, <laughs> <laughs> quality badge. Yeah. Um, St. Patrick's Day Slam itself, in and of itself, was actually a pretty good show. Um, we had some. We had a tremendous trios match to start Dynamite. Um, and that was with uh, Red Dragon and Adam Cole against Adam Page and Jurassic Express. 
the double doomsday device from uh, Jungle Boy was amazing. That was so cool. They, Lucha Express or Jurassic Lucha Express. God damn, I need to quit doing that. Jurassic Express continues to step up their game, and they have really, really started to shine even brighter ever since winning the titles. I mean, their matches against Red Dragon were great. Their uh, interaction with pretty well everybody that they've had to face just has made them grow even more. It does concern me, though, because now we're we're getting close to that time where it's, okay, so who beats them? And how soon after does, <laughs> does Jungle Boy or Jungle Jack Perry, you know, oust or get rid of Luchasaurus? It'll probably happen at the, when they lose. Leading up, you'll you'll probably tell because it'll start probably as you're leading into one of the tag matches. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Jungle Boy's attitude will start to change or something. You'll you'll see it happen. So he already, he's already kind of started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's got the little bit more brazen. He'll start wearing different ad, you know gear than Luchasaurus, and you know start hamming it up the crowd a little bit more. And they'll probably do the age old Luchasaurus loses a match, he gets mad at him. You know, looks at him like, "Why? I'm better than this. I don't need you." He'll rip one of his horns off of his mask. Ooh. I can't believe I fell for that. Are they going to hug now? Oh, here it comes. <laughs> They're friends. Oh, God damn it. Can they coexist? Yes, they can. <laughs> That's the best thing WWE's done in a long time. <laughs> Literally, we Who were just knew? talking about it. <laughs> Who knew Carmella would be part of the best word? <laughs> Swerve of the year for WWE. <laughs> Just ask Corey's wife. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. Wow. Wow, Rob. Rob took it there. Damn. <laughs> too soon. Um, sorry. No, I, it's never too soon, buddy. <laughs> that's good. That's good comedy. Uh interesting little uh quick segment with Chris Statlander after the the trios match by the way adam cole and red dragon did get the victory interesting segment where chris statlander takes the face paint off takes the makeup off takes the uh the the contact lens out and is now going to transition from the alien to maybe a more of a more of a down-to-earth kind of character (laughs) i'm I'm guessing rob doesn't agree (laughs) I got like no the, problem with it. You didn't like the down to earth. It is what it is, but that's what made her stand out too, you know? Yeah. It's funny, they just came out with the, you know, Chris Statlander figure where she's in full alien gear kind of thing. And now she's I know Jazz wears piss. <laughs> so They're like, falling right in with uh, Mattel. The, we'd never have the Mattel problem. Damn it. <laughs> Bring all those dolls back in. Big time Bex. Still got to figure out how to do that 3D graphic. That's cool. 
What the hell is on her face? <sighs> Looks like a face shield that they just cut with scissors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from a little toy helmet. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I used to always say that I would hate to have, you know, I'd hate somebody to stumble in on Ms. and Marisa's closet. Yeesh. But Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are getting right up there. I think later on their kids going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> I thought you said y'all were wrestlers and entertainers. What kind of entertainers were you? Guess you didn't have no OnlyFans. Oh, they got Madonna type appearances. Meanwhile, back on back in the wrestling ring, John Moxley and Brian Danielson go head to head with Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. We get the very special gift Wait of a William. Spinet. Thank you. Uh, we get the very special <laughs> gift of William Regal on commentary, which um, I want more of that. Please, can we just have Regal at the desk? We can get rid of. We can get rid of somebody, can't we? Excalibur. I mean, you know what? I like Excalibur, but if we could have Regal, Shivani, and Ross, I'd be okay with that. Damn, that'd or be good. about Ross, you know? I like that Regal, by the way, called uh, Danhausen a demon wraith. <laughs> what is what is this demon waif outside the ring? That was, that was pretty funny. Uh, he says, who is this demon boy? <clears throat> John Moxley and Brian Anderson quickly becoming one of uh, one of the more dominant type tag teams. They could be the ones that end up beating Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Well, you just answered your question. Who's going to beat Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? Well, the the two legit badasses. Who beat Maybe the though, everybody? But, yeah, but look at how the match ends, right? With uh, Wheeler Yuta trying to get his spot. Yeah, that then, was that was kind of cool to see him kind of like you know nuts to you guys. You guys are losers. I'm going with these guys. These tough guys. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that that's probably going to play out in a little bit, but I think it would be kind of like a tag team with Yuta and Danielson would be like one of these crazy fusion-type tag teams that you just you just want to watch. Well, why do, the, why do the build work for Danielson and Moxley then? Well, I mean, if he creates a faction, remember? Because look at what Danielson wanted. Right. Danielson wanted Mox, Yuta, uh, who else was it? Darby? Mo- no. Moriarty. Yeah, Moriarty. And there, I think there was another one. Oh, oh, Garcia. Oh, uh, Garcia. Garcia. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry, Garcia. <clears throat> so Daniel wanted a group. He wanted Mox and him to teach the future. And he, th- you know, he mentions these three by name. So I still think you can get a faction out of this. Or, or a school or, you know, whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be called a faction, but where Mox doesn't necessarily have to team with Danielson once you bring in the right third. Where Mox can be, you know, in a six-man match with him, or, if, you know, he can do his singles match thing, you know, whatever. Um, and, and you would still have the same result. 
Because again, it's another it's it's teaming two big names together. And we all know when they do that, they're gonna win, they're gonna hold the title, they're gonna split. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me it's it's kind of like uh if that's the route, it's a very foolish storyline. Because it's not going to amount to anything in the long run. Well, the hope would be that <clears throat> that Yuta and Moriarty, because I imagine Moriarty will be in a tag match, maybe him and Seidel against Danielson and, and Mox next week. And we'll see that same, you know, I don't want to be part of your, your training, Matt Seidel, and then Moriarty comes back in and gets his face slapped off by William Regal. Mm-hmm. By the way, those slaps... Those are legit the hardest slaps ever. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, he shouldn't do it in the neck. He's going to pass one of them out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. He's going to end up like just happen to catch him in the right spot, and then boom, down yeah. they go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, he killed Kenny. <laughs> well, Wheeler Yuta was going to be part of the team, and now he's dead. <laughs> Can you please stop slapping them? Yeah. God. We have to finish an angle. <laughs> um, we get the the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society commencement next. Uh, hmm. So I'm okay with this faction. I like the concept that Jericho felt unappreciated. You know, then he surrounds himself with guys that he helped with the business. I like that feel. It's not like the typical, these are lackeys. It's the, these guys were helped by me and they're returning the favor kind of thing. I don't like the, the faction name. That's a little on the nose, but the, we need to maybe not let Jake Hager speak like at all. What does sports entertainers do to pro wrestlers? Jake, we beat up pro wrestlers. Hey, what let's the... not make fun of the man. Come on. You sound man. like you're making fun of the man. I, I, did I say anything about his lisp or anything? No. He just sounds like, we beat up pro wrestlers. HR is calling, by the way. <laughs> I'm not answering that call. <laughs> you Decline. need to apologize to... <laughs> I mean... How about Garcia when he grabs the mic and goes, no, you wait a minute. If you're telling me that you're a sports entertainer, and then he turns, that was good. That was good. He's like, then I'm a sports entertainer too. I was like, that's fucking entertainment. That's good. <laughs> but Jericho, again, just reinventing another concept and being smart enough to say, well, why don't we just have our own sports entertainers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty good. Well, what's great about it, right? What's ultimately great about this is, of course, the diehard wrestling fans, pro wrestling fans, they hate the term sports entertainer, right? Right, right. However, that's all it is, is sports entertainment. So he's just, you know, making it, just rubbing it in the face of the, of, you know, what you would call a true pro wrestling fan. I mean, it's... it's... And it's going to sell. It's cool because, like, he does, like, a, a, a shout-out to Kevin Owens, and he sticks with the, my former best friend, Kevin, you know, all of that stuff. That was cool. I just, uh, hmm. 
How does he keep doing this? How does Jericho just have this way of just finding, all right, we'll just do this. He just, he, he pivots really easily in this business. Yeah, but I mean, so the, the good thing is now, right, or, or for the last few years, he's had the ability to, oh, I come up with an idea, mm-hmm. and then he's got somebody that's allowed him to do it. Right. Whether it was New Japan Pro Wrestling with the Pain Maker, and then what, no, yeah, Pain Maker, isn't that what it's called? Yeah, the Pain Maker, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, the guys over there are like, hi, you're Chris Jericho, ha, do whatever. Right. Then he comes here. He's probably like, hey, Tony, I got a great idea. Tony's like, I love it. And then just throughout the course of time, Tony trusts him maybe a little bit to say, yes, sure, that works for me. Well, we're fortunate that we've been in a situation where everything he's done so far, well, most everything has taken off. He did try to get GF. Hey, the GFY thing did not take off. Wait, GFY? Which where was he that? was saying it in promos for a few weeks, and he even trademarked it because, you know, God bless him. Just in case it takes off, um, GFY is uh, you know the abbreviated version of "Go F Yourself." But he was saying it in promos, and it was like, eh, no, it's not working. It just didn't work. But I mean, it's little things like that that maybe don't work for the big things that actually do work. Uh, conversely he's making money <laughs> and that's and that's really all that matters yeah, I mean we'll have to see where it goes but yeah he he definitely I guess can come up with a, you know he's probably been penciling this stuff in he's kind of like what the three of us would probably be doing you know if we were in the business we like uh let me see what I can change here. Oh yeah, this this is gonna work beautifully. Mm-hmm. You know what, what I'm saying? Think? He's probably just constantly writing this stuff down. Well, you think about just granted, it's nowhere near the same level. But when we used to do the fun stuff back in the day, how many times did we change our characters? You know? Oh God, all the time. You know. I mean, how many times were, were, you know, how many times did Brian flip between face and heel? Jesus. (laughs) He put the big show to shame. I don't think I ever flipped that much. I don't see why I wouldn't have just stuck heel. It's so much funner. I mean, I probably did, but it was probably just to trick you two marks. You did, you did the Arn Anderson, (laughs) Ric Flair face heel turn kind of thing. Like you did the, I'll, I'll help you, I'll help you, and then the the whole like, bam! Oh, yeah. Here's the chop. Here's oh, yeah. the DDT. Y'all two were just marks for me. Uh, I'll just go right, for no. anything. Yeah, no, no, no. That that the biggest mark of the room still remains to be the one for himself. Just want to put that out there for you, buddy. Oh, <laughs> well, that's how you're supposed to be, though, right? Uh, you sh- if you're not your own biggest mark first, I mean, you ain't wrong. I, I yet. Well played, sir. <laughs> well played. <laughs> we award you. We award you points. <laughs> uh, TNT Championship up next. Scorpio Sky defending against Wardlow. Uh, had we not had the promo the week before by Wardlow, 
this match would have felt a little bigger to me. Having Wardlow speak and then I'll be suddenly just so down to earth and nice is just like, ah, okay. But the match itself was pretty decent. We finally get to a point where we get to see Wardlow kind of shine and starts hitting the Powerbomb Symphony. And then the question of, hey, where's MJF? When's he going to respond? That gets answered real quick because the plan lays out, I'd say beautifully, Sean Spears comes out. Next thing you know, MJF is there, slams Wardlow face first into the post, and it's a, a whole schmoz where Scorpio Sky actually gets a pinfall victory on Wardlow to retain. That actually kind of surprised me, but AEW doesn't really do DQs. So. The best part, though, is when MJF like openly hands Lambert the money. That was good. You don't. You haven't seen that kind of stuff since Ted DiBiase. Yeah, it's like up oh, here. You go, job well paid for. But I, I so I guess the thing about Wardlow talking mm-hmm. is when he was with MJF, there was no need, right? Because MJF's the talker, right? He's just the muscle. But now that he's on his own. Yes, he needs to talk. Maybe he's just got to figure it out first. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a while until I I can really have a a full opinion on what they're doing with Wardlow because you have to find a way to ground him in an essence to make fans go okay so he's a nice guy he's down to earth he cares about his family because like you said you didn't really have a reason didn't have a reason to um to really buy into him before because like you said he was the strong silent type he was the muscle he was uh-huh. the hired gun so now you've mm-hmm. got to be, be bringing people into his who he really is kind of thing We also got to remember that it doesn't, you got to be careful when they do that because when you take the bodyguard and turn him into the, oh, now he's going to be the main, the main star, you know, it doesn't always end well. Just think about how many bodyguards they've had and then they're like, oh, now it's your turn and. He he still has a hell of a a presence in the ring. He still gets the fans, you know, behind him quite quickly. So there's obviously he's doing something right. Well, uh, plus he he was paired with the bigger, biggest jackass out there. No offense, MJF, but that's what your character is. (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean by design, that's that's what it was. I mean you're you're put with the loudest person in the room. Yeah. Oh, no, to me, not the loudest. Like this, this guy is like a complete jackass, uh, character-wise. Again, I'm not casting dispersions, but character-wise, there's no bigger jackass. Out you there. think he gives a shit if you're casting dispersions? <laughs> no, but you know we yeah, do have. Yeah, send you a cameo that, and go off on you. <laughs> we do have fans that are, you know, may not understand the, you know. Difference between characters and real life people. What? Yeah, maybe. Somebody listening in India for the first time ever. Maybe. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They have an appreciation for the for the science of it all. So I, I'll give you that. God, you scored yeah, points. Yeah. Cut it out. 
But yeah, I mean, it's just that's why they love him right now. He turned on MJF. Well, and now we've got hmm, let's see, May. We got two more months till uh, double or nothing. Is that MJF's uh, match with Wardlow, you think? That's they'll stretch that to double or nothing, or does he get Sean Spears first? Uh Spears. Yeah, I would think Spears. He can't have MJF go back to back pay per views with a loss. I agree. I would not be a good idea. Yeah. So the one story kind of gets uh, a little bit further along down the road. Another one seemingly seemingly just gets started. Matt and Jeff Hardy make their debut as a tag team on AEW against Private Party. Um, hmm. So there were some entertaining parts of this match, but uh, after that, um, to be perfectly fair, these guys just didn't seem to have a lot of chemistry. Maybe it's just because it's first match jitters. They've never really done it before. So here we are, you know, first time back as a tag team in almost three or four years, plus a tag team you've never really faced before. So here you go. I mean, but they're the Hardys. We're going to give them a pass. I certainly wouldn't condemn their return. And just, ah, yep, you're screwed. <laughs> you guys suck. You're not the Hardys anymore. No, I mean, you're, yeah, I give you a point on that. It's it's tough because you have to, you have a lot of different factors you're you're go- dealing with all at the same time. Like I just listed. I mean, you've never wrestled against these guys before. You haven't teamed in about four years, and I mean, hey, it's there's got to be a little bit of nerves. Sorry. I was enjoying a refreshing Barks root beer. Barks has bite. <laughs> Do they even use when that I get Barks, anymore? <laughs> I drink Barks. Oh, have, have we switched away from our attempt to get Coca-Cola? <laughs> or Mountain Dew? I'm just trying to corner the market on all of them. Hey, get them all. Get them all. Let's get a bunch of sponsors. Maybe we could do better sponsorship reads than uh, Sammy Guevara does for G Fuel. His his are not good. <laughs> G Fuel, because yeah, drink this. <laughs> not his not his finest hour, hour moment. <clears throat> it's interesting because as I as I read through kind of the matches and the layout of Dynamite, um. It went by pretty fast for a two-hour show, but we got Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker up next in a steel cage. This was the main event of the evening. Rob, what did what did you think of the cage match, man? I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought the pace was well done. Um, I like that for the most part. The ref stayed out of it. Um, you know. And it had the the old fashioned heel stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the heel turns of, oh, they're oh the ref bump and that kind of stuff that we see all the time. Um, 
But I thought it was it was it was fast paced, and you got to give credit to where credit is due. Where Bird Baker took that first thing a tax and just rolled right, popped up, rolled out, grabbed a grabbed a chair, like right, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. knows that that's adrenaline after you you know sit with tax all of a sudden. Ah, but what are y'all's thoughts? I thought it was a well match. I mean. We both kind of, we all kind of talked about it the week before about Thunder Rosa, like it was her, it was her time, you know, um, her hometown, and Britt Baker had a great run. And the thing is, I think Britt Baker will win it back in a fairly fast fashion um, because she is your top heel you got right now, besides Jade Cargill, but she's already got a belt. I mean that's the that's the tough call because this has been a huge huge journey for Thunder Rosa getting from literally wrestling on dark and getting her her appearances or guest spots there as as the uh, NWA Women's Champion you know it's just to having the feud with Britt Baker having the lights out match just all of these different pieces of the puzzle that finally come together for her. um yeah, I kind of agree with you. The question of how long does it last is really big because you've got only but so many top legitimate contenders, in my opinion. Wait, in the female division? Yeah, I mean, you've got you've got great competitors, but, I mean, legitimate contenders, people that could truly topple her outside mm. of Britt Baker. Mm. Let's face it, it's not going to be Ty Conti, okay? Let's just be honest. Ty Conti's uh, not going to win the title. <laughs> Maybe eventually. <laughs> you guys are going mean, to tell me one day, Ty won the title! Bullshit! Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> you still got to have the Ty Conte and uh, Anna J feud. That's true. So, yeah. You, that'll, that'll happen sooner or later. And that'll have a lot more playoff if one has a title. Yes. Or maybe one ruins... Maybe Anna J finally gets a title shot, and then Ty Conti stops her from winning. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she's it. jealous. These are best friends. She's How jealous. You? Best jealous friends. Jealous of old Anna J. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like we can't let. I can't let her win. So you're telling me you think that Anna Jay and Ty Conti are going to feud? Mm-hmm. I, uh, these are best friends. How could you say such things? Yep, and that's what's going to make this a good feud because, you know, when best friends start hating each other, they really start hating each other. They become you know better enemies. Yes! Yeah, there you what go. What up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love wrestling. <laughs> you guys can't be friends. We want you to fight. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, yeah, go oh, ahead. No, 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 just go, go on, do you, boo? <laughs> oh, did, oh <laughs> he called me boo. Oh, I did. I just was going to put a side note. I saw that uh, Jay White is officially the leader of the Bullet Club, and the God have been officially kicked out. Yeah, but that happened weeks ago. It was. It was from two days ago. 
No, it happened at the uh, the Impact pay per view. No, no, this is from New Japan. This was New Japan. What are what are we in like some time loop or something? It feels Did the like, news yeah. just get to Japan that this happened weeks ago? No, this was this was an incident in Japan. Like I guess uh um Tamatanga had a match with uh, Evil and okay. there was a big divide as to who the Bullet Club was going to side with. Was it Tonga or was it what? Jay White? And literally what? everybody from the Bullet Club outside of uh um the Good Brothers and uh, Jay White beat the shit out of Tamatanga. <laughs> What? Yeah. I have no clue how that happened. How did that happen? Bad luck foul A comes out there and beats the shit out of him. I mean, it was it was everybody beating the shit out of, out of the G.O.D. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but they, I mean, they already kicked him out like weeks ago. Chase Owens comes down there. We haven't seen Chase Owens in forever. Remember, we watched him uh, chopping that kid outside in uh, Charlotte. Because he didn't yeah, think yeah. it was a, hey, that doesn't hurt. Yeah, how does it feel now, kid? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> That's the shit to get you in trouble, though. I kid, I'll tell you it doesn't hurt. Anyway, can I just go on and say that I didn't like the cage match as much as I loved the lights out match? Thank you. Thank you. Somebody else said it. Thank you. It was good, but the lights yes. out match was so much better. Yes. To me, the, they had more chemistry in the lights out match than they did in the cage match. And maybe because of what occurred, they were just off. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I, I think it was a good cage match, but I don't think it's as good as it could have been. I felt like, and and it was a good cage match, so I, I have to keep saying that because of what I'm about to say. I felt like both ladies worked themselves into a shoot. And then it made it awkward. Like, I noticed there was a lot more of uh, just some, some, some snug, more snug type shots happening. And there was more of the reaction like, oh, you bitch. And then they would do this. Oh, you bitch. And then they would do that. Like, you would be like, damn. Like, there was a lot more focus of the the emotional story than the actual in-ring performance. And I and honestly, that kind of irritated me at first until we got towards the finishing sequence. Yeah, I, I do think that the last minutes of the match was, to me, it almost like they got it together. Mm-hmm. Now I don't I don't think there was any, you know, like uh, you know any anything what you were talking about there. I just think they were it was just off, you know. It it was probably one of those the the enormity of the night just got the better of both of them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, right? right. With Britt losing the title and then with Thunder Rosa finally getting it in her hometown. I think that just it came into play, and they were just off through the majority of the match. And maybe the thumbtacks just knocked some sense into them or something. I, I don't know what it was, but why hasn't the ref thrown Pat McAfee out of the ringside? Anyway, um, 
Yeah, I think it was good. I don't <laughs> think it Brian Taylor was... with WWE Logic 101. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think it was as good as the Light Town match, though. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I felt like the... Um, I don't remember the guy's name. The referee that took the super kick from Britt. <laughs> That was uh, a lot more, <laughs> a lot more elongated, like stretched out kick. Like he wasn't in the right spot to even take that shot, <clears throat> and you see Britt just literally just extend her leg as far as she possibly can just to get her toes out there to hit him in the face. <laughs> it's like, Gah! that's a that's a hammy right there. That's a groin pull. But he did it. That's right. That's right. The thumbtack's coming out. Um, None needed. Yeah, I don't think it needed it either. Like, it, <sighs> why? Just just to do it? Just because, hey, we, we did it before. Let's do it again. Okay. Oh, no, I think Tony I, I mean, Khan has a, you know. Oh, go ahead. I think he has a tax fetish. Tax fetish. Ew. <laughs> right, now that's awkward. <laughs> that's gross. You want to make I good just, money? I just think that like he he puts a little bit more importance on like uh, one of these feuds you know where where they're just, he wants them to just go out there and beat the piss out of each other mm-hmm. and try to add a little you know maybe blur the lines a little bit I think he has done a good job of feeding information when it needs to be fed. For example, the the Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, supposed heat between the two. I think that's totally a created story. I think he put it out there to the news sheets just to get people talking. It's possible, but I mean, the, the, the feuds in AEW normally always end in some type of bloody mess. Right. And what better way than thumbtacks? <laughs> well, anything's better than the uh, dynamite match. You know, the, the explosion match, exploding hey, match. that didn't happen. Oh, <laughs> it didn't stuff. happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, did y'all see Britt Baker on uh, uh, Twitter or whatever? When somebody asked if they, if they used gimmick thumbtacks? <laughs> What? No. Okay, you got to tell me about this. What? Yeah, yeah. So I guess I don't know how it started, right? I I just saw how it ended, but I, some I guess somebody suggested or asked her if they used fake or gimmicked thumbtacks, right? And so she's literally like she brings up I think it's her right arm, and you can see the holes. Right. And around each hole, there are these big bruises, right? Like dark bruises. And she's telling them, she said, no, they're not gimmicked. It's not, you know, fake. They're real thumbtacks. And, you know, this is what happens when you get them and then they move around. And then I think she's like, you fucking idiots or shit like that. How do you gimmick a thumbtack? Or, yeah, I don't I don't know. It was funny. And she may not have said like F and idiots, 
but she, I mean, she, she does, she basically calls, calls these people just straight morons. <laughs> yes, because we get them to stick to us. How? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, her whole right arm from, from like the wrist to the elbow is just, I mean, you could probably count five or six holes, right? From where she had the tacks in there and then. You know, they're rubbed around, so they make these holes. The holes get a lot bigger. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> I would just encourage that that uh, that fan to take a thumbtack, jab it into your arm, and then just move your arm. Just move your arm a little bit. Tell me how much that hurts, and then tell me how you'd gimmick that. Mm-hmm. All right, so that must be it. But somehow or another, I have to change my privacy settings because it's too sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> pull up, pull up, Britt Baker, DMD on Twitter, and it should be like the first one there. Britt Baker, DMD. I think. <clears throat> Here we go. Real Britt Baker. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. There's some pictures of her action figure. My travel days suck. This hotel and wine do not. Oh. Okay, good for you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the typical, um, <laughs> I see it. So here's the image of all, all bruised up and the holes in her arm. Yeah. Here it is. And, then, and then, like, right below it, you can click on the, on the video. That's great. That's great. I love that woman. <laughs> you know what? Great. Hey, I agree. Kindly fuck off. <laughs> the right oh, response God. for that fan. <laughs> Come on, man. <sighs> oh, so Brandy Rhodes' uh, cooking show that she's been doing on YouTube, Shot of Brandy, has been mm-hmm. picked up and is going to be moving to actual television, cable TV. Oh, wow. Uh, Good for her. USA or Fox? <laughs> Airing right after SmackDown, it's a special episode of Shot of Brandy. <laughs> now, and now, if they, if, hopefully it'll go to, like, a, a, a station that has nothing to do with the WWE. The WWE won't be able to put their hands in it, and she can do it the way she does it on, on the social media. YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've, I mean, I've watched it a few times, right? It, it is pretty, pretty entertaining. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if, if the WWE gets involved, they're going to, you know, WWE the thing and it just won't, it won't be the same. You got to be Vincified. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, pal? What we need? We need lesbians on here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like the first episode, they'll, they'll be like, and coming to a shot of brandy, fear Mahan, and we'll have to wait. <laughs> Six months later, still coming. Here comes fear. <laughs> no. The next shot of brandy, Cody cleans out his closet. <laughs> yep, he took it there. He brought. He just Cody. sits there like Hogan did on Hogan's nose best, you know. 
has a star mat, star mat, star, what is it? Stardust gloves on and his Cody boots and his Bullet Club shirt. I don't know who I belong to. So I would love to see at WrestleMania it be a, a total swerve and have them play Stardust music when Seth Rollins is waiting for his opponent and then have somebody else come out there and jump him from behind, like Braun Strowman or something, just to make it make everybody pissed off. Why did you have to mention Braun? You got to control your narrative, Brian. Oh my god. <laughs> really? You know, that... I've been I've been really nice about leaving them alone. But did you see <laughs> the rules for control your oh, narrative? Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think we can leave them alone anymore. Like we don't have to go after them full bore, right? But no, they do that for us. We really don't have to, but there's no, no super, super kicks. kicks. Yeah, yeah. No tope su- uh, suicidos. No tope anything. <laughs> yeah. No destroyers. And then what, what's the other one? Uh, <laughs> let me pull up the control your narrative rules. Yeah, because there's one of like, uh, they don't want you to, I guess, be like the young bucks or something like that. You know, the the uh doing stupid stuff you know on the internet and everything and then you got the dude in the costume number one the first rule you are in control the second rule you are in control oh shit i'm in control guys rule number three fights end when you tap out get knocked out can't stand or quit sanctioned matches can end via pinfall Rule number four, standard professional wrestling rules apply for sanctioned matches. Chaos ensues in the project pit. No, the project pit. What the hell is a project pit? All right. Rule number five, our favorite, no super kicks, no hashtag mm-hmm. tope suicidas, mm-hmm. and no hashtag Canadian destroyers. So it looks like the Young Bucks will never be working in control your narrative. <laughs> Or the Rock and Roll Express. They should just have one guy like keep doing that. And then when he gets fussed at, he's like, what? I'm controlling my narrative. <laughs> I have to this fight. This is what I do. <laughs> I am in I'm control. To- <laughs> yeah, I'm the Tope Suicida dude. <laughs> or have the announcer go, oh, my God, that was a Tope. Oh, that was a big boot. <laughs> That's a big dive. <laughs> Rule number six, the fight isn't with your opponent. It is with yourself. What the actual, what is this Jedi mind trick bullshit? What the? Yeah, but there's there's one I read is kind of like the cartoon characters. (laughs) They don't want like the cartoon characters. And sure enough, there's some dude running around in some pink bear costume or something. (laughs) Fights will go on as long as they have to. Sanctioned matches will. And this is in all caps. Hit their times. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but so where does that one come from? Because I think both companies do pretty well at that now, don't they? Yeah. Like, I guess he's trying to make a... Is that a dig at indie shows? Oh, that match went 10 minutes instead of 8. Got to scratch uh, something. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Asshole. <laughs> Eighth rule. 
if you want to control your narrative, <clears throat> excuse me, if you want to hashtag control your narrative, you have to fight. If you want to control your narrative, you must first have a narrative. <clears throat> um, so first and foremost, I think um, EC3 needs to be drug tested immediately. Like, um, you need therapy, bro. Have you not seen the way he looks over the years? Oh, my God. What, is he, is he David Koresh now? Like, what the fuck? No, stop it. He's trying a new thing. Let's give him Let's give him a chance. Brian. I say we give him a month. You have to fight. And then we start, we start going into it. It's like Finley. My name's Finley. And I like the fight. No shit. You're a wrestler. Congratulations. <laughs> you win. Here's your prize. I mean, I give I give them points for trying to be different, but that's a little too different. <laughs> you will hit your times to see the guy in the back. But you can only plant your kick. You can only plant your moves on the right foot, not the left foot. That's right. <laughs> We're gonna change your narrative. No. You plant it on the left foot, the guy must give you five chair shots. To the face. <laughs> to the to right the quad. Face. <laughs> no low blows. No hashtag low blows. <laughs> now that's a rule I'd love to see. We will no not amends. have low blows in the matches. Are you kidding me? We wouldn't have had a WrestleMania match without low blows a few years ago. <laughs> AJ and Nakamura would not have existed. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, uh, thoughts on AEW teaming with uh, two more federations out of Japan? So, the DDT Pro Wrestling Company that they partnered with that that one just got announced, I think, yesterday. Um. Mm-hmm. I have my reservations only because DDT Pro is the one that has like that 24-7 title. That kind of concerns me. But only because I don't want to see it go down the same road that other companies have gone. Listen, when Crash Holly was defending that title 24-7, that was some good TV. Uh... Even you got to admit, Hardcore 24-7 was good to you. Hmm. You know you loved it. Do you want to see a group of 15 to 20 people chasing after the... Yeah, but they didn't they do that, that, that with title? Crash. They didn't do that with Crash. No, they just jumped him at Chuck E. Cheese and threw him yeah. in the pulpit. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's what I'm talking about. You gotta be on your game, kid. <sighs> It was the original meaning of that one belt, but that's where it lost it. Um, when you yeah, could just beat them with the rollover, roll up, 150 times. We could get the unification of the Golden Lovers. That's a plus. Uh, that's a plus. Uh, that could be cool. Yeah. It's not like a complete flop or anything. It's just... Like I said, I have a couple reservations about it, but otherwise, no, it could be really cool. 
I want to see, I want to see the big one. I want to see the partnership with New Japan. But hey, it's a good start. Which part? Like, which part's a good start? Well, I mean, DDT Pro has some decent talent there. Oh, I got you. But do you think we'll get to see him, though? Because apparently it's supposed to be a fairly decent talent swap. Well, it, I guess that's all relative to what the what the limitations are on travel right now. Hmm. So right now you've got uh, Takashita is the KOD open weight champion. The universal champion is Daisuke uh, Sasaki. Yuki Yuki Lino is the DDT Extreme Champion. Oh, so they renamed it. It's no longer the Iron Man. Oh, yes, there is. The Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship is held by Ling Ling. I don't. I don't know what Ling Ling is. Ling Ling. I don't know. Is that a panda from the zoo? I thought that was Sing Sing. All I know is Sing is the jail in New York. My bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Tony Khan needs to get a subscription service going so we can figure out all these people. I would like to see the um, the OWE. Was that where we had like uh, Shima and um, Thunderheart and all those guys? They were pretty good like back when they first started. Wow. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little distracted by uh, this tag match. RK Bro in the ring right now against uh, the Alpha Academy. Um, Is this a tag title match? Uh, I don't know, but it's a pretty decent tag match. Yeah. RK Bro and Alpha Academy have been putting on some great ones. Ooh, there's the Bro Derek, and that is that. RK Bro wins. RK yeah. Bro, by the way, is supposed to defend the title. Oh, yeah, Randy Orton just got chucked over the rail. Ouch! Damn. Oh, just T. Spunkmeyer. <laughs> he looks like the bad guy from Pee Wee Herman's movies. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> I know does. What am I? Please, Pee Wee, <laughs> give me your bank. Listen to the bank. Listen to reason. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I don't remember his name. What was his name? Shit. It wasn't yeah. shit, I can tell you that. Ah, oh, wait, there's the Street Profits. Yay, Street Profits. Wearing Chicago and Bulls colors. And drop them. Oh, my God. So that was like a like a 3D, only DDT instead. That was yeah. pretty slick. I like that. Uh, that frog splash was a little off. I'm ahead of you, ain't I? Oh, nice. Okay. So now the Prophets have turned on Matt Matt Riddle. And here comes yet another tremendous frog splash from Montez. Until he lands. Yeah, but he he kind of misses a little (laughs) bit. That was bad. Not a good landing there, Montez. All right, so now now that we've done all this BS, we got 15 minutes left. Let's talk the biggest news of the week. All right, hit us with it. What you got? I cannot believe we have not discussed this yet. A true dream match in the making. 
You and Stan and Elden Ring. But what? <laughs> I think Rob is uh, commenting about uh, the amount of conversation we have about Elden Ring pretty much on a daily basis. <laughs> Rob, meanwhile, hasn't played it, so we're talking. He's just like, oh, I don't know what it is. It's all right. It's a good game. It's fun. So, biggest news. What do you got, Brian? Uh, never mind. Oh, come on. You had something big. You said you couldn't believe we no, hadn't talked sorry. about it. No, it's all right. No I'm just news? so confused right now. Are you trying to follow the Dana Brooks storyline? Because that'll confuse no, everybody. No, no, no. She's friends with Reginald, but they're more than friends. They coexist quite nicely. I don't know. I don't Sorry, know. Brian. I didn't mean to steal. <laughs> Sorry. To me, it kind of scares me when she does that whole thing with the Kiritazawa. I could do without that. So, today's BTE was nine minutes long, and it came in with basically the theory of... It's the breakup with a big question mark. And I guess that they're trying to do was say that the Dark Order and Adam Page <clears throat> were splitting up. But it basically ends with them not splitting at all and deciding to go get pork rinds. They did have a moment where they were all making fun of each other, which was hilarious. That one actually was really cool. Outside of that, I have no idea why why they did that. Uh, maybe they were just figuring that would shut everybody up about the about the possibility of them no longer being friends. Maybe that is the point. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I saw it, but wasn't really paying attention. It wasn't very long. They didn't really have a lot for it this week, so it was done before you knew it. I actually pulled it back up just to go, wait, is it done? Like, all of a sudden we had the, the animated ending on it with the box. It's like, oh, shit, there's literally nothing else. Like, I don't know what the deal is with the storyline of uh, Peter Avalon and whoever those other guys are. I could do without uh, the Hollywood hunk segment. No idea why he's still featured on there because he he hasn't even wrestled on like dark like not in a while hmm. I don't watch dark you don't watch dark Mm-mm. not really or elevation isn't it the same show no, two different ones. Kind of feels One's like Monday, one's Tuesday. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, then. <laughs> There's really not much. I mean, they always flash the, the results on the little crawl during Dynamite and Rampage. You blink, you miss it, though, because it goes by pretty fast. 
<clears throat> Let's see. Really not much else in the way of news. Uh, Brian, oh, how has... yes, there is. Okay. What news you got, buddy? Mm, I'm not. I'm not doing it. But there's there's a big one out there. There's a big one out there. Okay. Some people have been waiting for. What What do you mean, some people? There's a certain match going to take place here in a few weeks. When he says some people, what he really means is him. <laughs> no, and, I and us. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm pretty sure this is a highly anticipated match. So, uh, obviously, you're talking about FTR and them boys. Them boys, the Briscoes, getting ready to go head-to-head. That's next month, isn't it? Is it at April? At uh, Supercard of Honor. And it's going to mm-hmm. be FTR and the Briscoes. Briscoes are still tag champs, correct? Mm-hmm. FTR could win the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, you think? Uh, that would be the question. If, I, if the, uh, what do you call it, Warner doesn't want them on Dynamite, well, could you keep them up on ROH? Well, and that's the, that's the question. Tony Khan says that Ring of Honor is going to be a weekly program. He does not know how it's going to be distributed yet. So it could be YouTube, could be TV. He's not really sure. Or, depending on what his acquisition included, it could be the Honor Club, you know, Ring of Honor streaming service. We don't know yet. We haven't really gotten any real details of that. Um, after Revolution, during the media scrum, Tony Khan was very tight-lipped about what the purchase entailed. He was really wanting this focus to Revolution. Um, but he did say earlier or at a later point last week that there would be weekly television, that the goal of that weekly television was to have new, new programming each week. So not just reruns or, you know, uh, clip shows. So it sounds like his plan is still to have ring of honor running as not necessarily developmental, but just another brand, another company. Obviously, there'll be a talent share. I can't see how he wouldn't. I mean, it's it makes perfect sense to maybe what you have in Dark Elevation or Dark. Maybe you move some of them to Ring of Honor. You you get some of the names that are still out there, like Jonathan Gresham, maybe Shane Taylor Enterprises, and you move them over. Obviously, if you can, if Warner Media will relax a little bit. I mean, the Briscoes apparently had, I want to say it was Jay Briscoe, Apparently, there was a, a homophobic comment that he made back in, like, 2012 on Twitter. Um, many times over, actually right after and all the way through the years, every time somebody would bring it up, many times he would apologize and say, yeah, that was stupid. I shouldn't have said it. Um, you know, this was one of those instances where, obviously, the Briscoes didn't get, quote-unquote, canceled by anybody. Because he owned up to it, he acknowledged he said it, and he took the appropriate steps to apologize and move forward. Uh, however, Warner Media doesn't see it that way. They don't want the Briscoes on AEW television. So we're going to get the Briscoes and FTR at Supercard of Honor on pay-per-view. Warner Media really doesn't have a role to play with the pay-per-view presentation of that. 
And since it's under the Ring of Honor name, maybe they get a, maybe they get away with that. Maybe they get a pass. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> far as contract though, you know, I guess they have to maybe uh, you know pull a fast one on Warner Brothers, maybe. You, you almost to. have to. You, yeah, you almost have to because if you can get the deal done. Obviously, the Briscoes are a worthwhile worthwhile signing, as seen by if you happen to get a chance to watch their, their matchup in the finals of the Crockett Cup. Um, hey, the Briscoes are still running at, at top level. Uh, yeah, they, they may look how they look in their promos, and I joke about it. They do look old as hell, but they're still performing at an extremely high level. So their matchup with FTR should be pretty stellar. And th- let's not forget that this past week on uh, Dynamite, FTR teasing that they're going to be potentially looking for maybe new help and the Young Bucks helping them to tease that it doesn't matter if you're the best there is, which, you know, that's a statement that only a few people get to make. Best there was. And perhaps the best there ever will be. There's the rumor is that Bret Hart may be the guy that uh, comes in to be in the corner for FTR. Well, that that would be kind of interesting. I'm getting ready to watch a chicken fight on Raw. Sorry. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, they're actually yeah. going to do a chicken. Get them. Yeah, they're actually going to chicken fight. Oh my god, I thought you were kidding. <laughs> okay. So, what what do you think? You think this matchup is a, a one off, and it's. Obviously, we're expecting it's going to be a barn burner. I don't think anybody has negative expectation of this matchup. But what do you think? Well, I mean, again, I, it's like I said, it all depends on if they can get around Warner Brothers mm-hmm. or Warner Discovery, whatever the new um, corporation is going to be called or whatever. Well, there's there's a certain amount of flux going on right with the merger between Warner and Discovery or mm-hmm. the transition, I suppose. I don't think it's a merger; it's more of an acquisition. Um, but at the same time, with Ring of Honor being acquired by Tony Khan, you know he's got a certain amount of leverage there that I honestly had never thought about because you you do have a second brand there that you could well okay fine we can't put him on AEW so we'll just say hey FTR you want to wrestle in Ring of Honor for a while. You never did it before, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they if if they're still under contracts and mm-hmm. you know maybe he gets around it that way, and they just have to go on ROH pay per view to see it happen. <laughs> the way Tony Khan is operating right now, and the way he's been able to partner with these different companies, you literally could have the Hardys do another um, expedition of gold before they finally retire. Well, they've are they're already facing the Briscoes too. Yeah, they've got a, they they've got an indie them? booking for that at uh, Big Time Wrestling. A couple weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. May actually be next week. Speaking of the Hardys, there was a comment on Twitter where uh, <laughs> one of the fans actually says, "Hey, when's Jeff Hardy's AEW figure coming out?" And a response from another fan, this was perfect. 
Hey, WWE actually released it. It was their last elite one for him. Same gear and everything. That's mm-hmm. that pretty good response. <laughs> that's timely. We like that. Oh, I didn't see the uh, Owens 316 segment. This is nuts. Wow, he even put did the bald thing. How does that get done? Is that like a cap, like a swim cap? I'm sure. Yeah. Something is just uh, skin color. (laughs) You can see it all bunched up in the back of his neck. That's kind of wild. Yeah, I know you're looking at the back of his neck. (laughs) Throw me a damn beer. You're damn right. Throw me a damn beer. He he should have had had him throw him a Molson. (laughs) <laughs> instead of a, you know, a, a Broken Skull IPA or lager. That's it. He's going to come out. So Stone Cold's going to be like, at least you use the right beer, bud. <laughs> His knee brace came all undone. Not not well done, Kevin. Not a good job. <laughs> As uh, impressions of Stone Cold go, I think the Miz, not the Miz, uh, Will Sasso did it better. <laughs> That's a waste. Well, of at least he tried. Gave it the old college try. He gets a, he gets points for effort, <laughs> a for effort. Yeah, I mean he'll get he'll get dropped at WrestleMania anyway. Over, even so, if it is just a talk show segment. I still wonder if they're going to try to do like what The Rock did and have him bring down a referee, wham, kick, stunner, and that's it. I'm sure they'll do something like that. So Homicide, at the same event for the Crockett Cup, by the way, Homicide became the new NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion, defeating Austin Aries. Austin Aries, another featured uh, performer of Control Your Narrative. Wait, you said Junior Heavyweight? Correct. What part of homicide is a junior heavyweight? Not a single one, because he's 280 pounds if you look at the guy. He's not a small human being. I'm not sure I'd call him junior. He's not young either. Isn't he in his 40s? Maybe even late 40s? Yeah, because no, that was that was like your, your light heavyweight, your cruiserweight title before you had such a thing. Mm-hmm. That the junior heavyweight title is the one that uh, Action Mike Jackson held. I'm trying to think of somewhere with the other ones. I got a face in my head. I can't get the name out there. Um, Rocky something. Uh, Rocky Romero. No, 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 no. This would have been in the '80s. Oh. When they when they had a the NWA had a junior heavyweight title. Was um, it the other Steve Regal? Uh, Mr. Electricity. Wow. I haven't heard that or thought of that guy in a while. Jesus. He was oh AWA, goodness. wasn't he? Who? Mr. Electricity, Steve Regal. Like blonde hair. Uh, 
God, that's you might have to look that one up. That's a long time ago. We should do a watch along. We should find a like an AWA pay per view and do a watch along. <laughs> an AWA one? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just I, I, not something recent. It's just something like obscure. Like AWA is pretty obscure now, isn't it? Oh yeah, I would say most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Just to, I don't know. I'll, I'll pick one out. We'll we'll do one. I think that'd be fun. Like, who the hell is this guy? What did he just do? That's dumb. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Next up, dumb shit hole. No. Right. Title history. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Oh, Leroy McGurk. Vern hmm. Gagne. Who is Leroy McGurk? Is that uh, Mike McGurk's dad? That, no, he's the guy that kind of gave Jim Ross his break. I just started reading the Slobberknocker book. It's actually quite interesting. Fred Blassie. Mm. Dory Funk. Mike DiBiase, Danny Hodge, Hiro Matsuda. Okay. A pretty uh, extensive list here. Jeez. Ultimo Dragon at one point. Huh. Nelson Royal. That's it. That's the guy. Ah, okay. I remember him having that thing a lot of times. Chavo Guerrero Sr. Steve Kern. Oh, wow. Ricky Morton in 2014. (laughs) Wow. Chase Chase Owens basically owned it. Wow. Hector Guerrero. Yeah. Denny Brown's another one I remember from back in the day. Yeah, that rings. Oh, Steve Regal did have it. Sputnik Monroe in 1970. Oh, even better. Lasertron. Woo! Lasertron. Scott Armstrong. (laughs) Was it Lasertron the one that thought he had like like bionic implants in his arm as well? No, that was New Breed. Yeah. Lasertron had the little gun or the little thing on his chest for the oh, gun. Oh, the laser tag thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ultimo laser. Dragon, Juice of Thunder <laughs> Liger. <laughs> it's even spelled L A Z O R, Lasertron. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, boy. So we've got two weeks till WrestleMania. Um, I assume by hopefully next Monday, it'll be as finalized as it can be so we'll start doing our predictions for wrestlemania we've got battle of the belts coming up for aew in the next few weeks they haven't set a date yet that i can recall um and of course there's more to come for the nwa as there's apparently since matt cardona just continues to have a stranglehold on the world championship um, we should be finding out who his next challenger will be very, very soon. Uh, Joey Janela did not renew his deal with AEW, so May 1st, he's a free agent, officially going back to, it sounds like Game Changer and a bunch of other companies. Um, if you get a chance, you Go should check ahead, out Go ahead, buddy. Have fun in Game Changer. 
Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, get a chance, though. You should listen to his interview that he does with Denise Salcedo on YouTube. Talks really about the inner workings of kind of the what made him maybe get a little bit of heat backstage. Uh, talks about his matchup that he had with Eddie Kingston that may have put him in a position where they didn't renew the contract. So to help you answer that question of, why didn't Tony Khan resign this guy? Uh, you're about to find out. So Because um, he's overrated. Rob, putting uh, putting a, putting us at a close with the full metal jackets. Okay, sir. Go right ahead. What? He's overrated. I mean, I never. I, I he has he has a following. I never really called him much much of a big big signing, but he had also a lot of people he brought with him. Well, everybody so he, has a following. Yeah. Is is it good or not? Getting ready to head into Seth Rollins and uh, AJ Styles in the main event of Raw, by the way. Winner gets Edge at WrestleMania. So, in about 27 minutes, we'll know if Seth Rollins' journey has come to a, a close and he's going to face Edge, or if it's the more obvious of he's going to lose, and we get to find out if maybe there's a surprise tonight. Catch up with your boys on Twitter. Catch up with Rob at Rob Hefner C two C. Catch up yeah. with Brian. Catch up with Brian at Vlad Dragul C two C. That's V L A D D R A G O O L C two C. And I'm at Stan Grub. <laughs> this show is at C two C Radio Show on the Twitter bot and C two C Radio Show dot com. Thanks again for listening. How many times have you had to practice that? Um, Vlad well, Dragul. It is, uh, um, you know. Cause spell it again. You did it really well that time. V l a d d r a g o o l c two c. And thank you. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. Thanks again for listening. We will see you next week. I am singing about rainbows. 